You've reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Welcome back to another episode of Love of Pages. I'm Elizabeth, and as always, I am joined by the wonderful Naima. Hey. The lovely Jessica. Hello. And the fantastic Steven. It's me. This is Geek Elite's virtual book club podcast, where the four of us get together and torture, inspire generally enjoy each other's picks of novels Mm, mm. that we share. So this week we are finishing up the second half of my most recent choice, Rebel Queen by Michelle Moran. (laughs) Not gonna lie, Mm -hmm. I read the second half, uh, reread the second half again really early compared to when we're recording so i'm gonna do my best to remember what happened again um but before we jump into that because no book club is complete without beverages and because the book is set in india we opted for a round of tea this week so jessica what are you drinking um Dearsling tea, which is an Indian tea. So. Naima, what are you drinking? Uh, I did a mix, so it's my peach and my mint tea, because I'm trying to mix it up. Solid. And Stephen, you do not look like you did tea. No, so no, what no, did no, you no. do? T- today, I've just, I just felt hot all day, and I, I was sleepy earlier today. Uh, mm-hmm. So I am dual-wielding caffeine. And water. Well, I, I'm glad to hear that you are mixing the caffeine with water as opposed to with more caffeine. Yeah, that's, so that's crazy. That, that, that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> there was a story that I read one time. The headline was, man who had a heart attack after drinking 12 energy drinks a day. Is, uh-huh. uh, something about this man was trying to go around and do a whole public campaign to make it so kids couldn't buy energy drinks. And like, yeah, dude, if you drink 12 a day, that's going to happen. How long? It's a completely side subject. I just want to know how long <laughs> he drank the four. I know plenty of people who probably had 12 energy drinks in a day. And yes, they probably, their heart should have stopped at this point. But <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say, well, he, he did it for a long time and everything. But I want to say he can't have done it for that long. Just as a function of the human body. fair enough fair enough and i am drinking jasmine knight's tea it's a blend i picked up at uh gallifrey the doctor who comic-con so which coordinates lovely with my tardis mug yeah um which is actually mitch's tardis mug that i have commandeered since moving in with him. Is the inside of it? Does it it's ha- now mine. Does it the reverse of the outside have? Yes, it is bigger on the inside. <laughs> no, this is good. I'm proud of you. Uh, no, no. Is the inside, on the outside of it, it pushes inwards. Does the inside have that same shape? Is it harder to wash because of this? It's spilling inside? It does not have that same shape. It's 
smooth inside. I am so well, proud of them. There's like a slight thing, but that's not a and, lot. Yeah. And it's got oh. a cute little topper. Nah. Keep your tea warm. Is very oh. lovely. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, jumping into our book, because a lot goes on in the last 120 pages of this book. You don't say. <laughs> how does everybody feel? <laughs> I don't know how we went from zero to like 900 so fast. <laughs> like, it, it feels like one of those, like, it feels like one of those, like, things where, you know, you have like six seasons of a TV show and then they find out they're not being renewed again until they try to wrap up everything in the last three episodes. Yes. <laughs> Just like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I agree with this one. Yeah. Yes. Though exactly. I will say, yeah. My my the way that I feel though is not limited to just that. I don't fully understand how they arrived at the the summary that they did for this that gets published with this book because I feel like they're overselling some things and underselling others. It's weird. the The way that they describe the armies of people, like they say, an army of women and everything, when it's a much smaller group, I'm not saying they're not like an army's like they can be a full army by themselves. Yes, mm -hmm. but if we were comparing and contrasting these two armies, I would say an army of and an elite squad of. Like <laughs> I, I just, I yeah, I think what you're getting into and you get a hint of it in the very opening pages of the book where she says, you know, this is the the folk tale about the rebel queen who escaped the British by, you know, dressing as a farmer's wife, mm -hmm. which she says is true but not true. And so I think that's where you get this it was an army of women because they had to have been a massive amount of people because there's no way they could have fought the British otherwise. Like, that's just yeah. not. I'll take that one. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Is it my, so I, I caught I, a fish I, this big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I caught a fish this big. Like I said, I caught a fish this big. <laughs> and it's been a while for them to, yeah. for them to expand the story. Oh, also, the, so. the, the story did make me also think that we would get a little bit more about uh, Lakshmi. Mm. Mm. Then we actually did. Mm -hmm. That's fair. That's fair. So now that we're at the end of the book, same favorite characters, new favorite characters. Same least favorite character, but that's because she's also the villain. She's always been the villain and somehow's <laughs> yeah. gotten worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you escalate like that? That's like a serial killer level of escalation for a book. Mm. <laughs> and anybody feel better or worse about our protagonist? Because I know she was not the favorite. No, I no no strong for or against. I guess I feel a little bit better. Actually, no, no, she should no. <laughs> <laughs> it's our turn. You're you're just like, mad that she trusted the. Oh God, that was just like a. I tried. I tr no. 
No, I don't like this person. I, I do like her more than I did at the beginning, but that's only, I think, because I have a soft spot for, like, feeling bad for people, and the whole fallout between her and her sister, like, hurt me. Like, I was like, no. Yeah, that one hurt. No. No, I was more thinking but of how she knew what's-her-face. It's been over a week. She Kahani. knew what's-her-face. Yeah. The villain. Yeah. Killed, yeah, was the villain, and she didn't say anything, because she's like, but... She probably won't I'm believe afraid. me anyway. And I was like, girl, you have an obligation. <laughs> I mean, that, that's fair. Although when she did come clean, the Rahani did say, you know, I probably wouldn't have believed you. Like, I know, but like, <laughs> like she, at least it would have put a, at least like a little put tidbit a in your brain. In there, you know? Yeah. 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 No, you, you, like, pay attention uh, even if you're not going to necessarily get all of the legal action you want in one go, have a police report on file. Yes. <laughs> I don't disagree with you, but she clearly was not wrong to at least have the hesitation of, I don't think the Rahani's going to believe me. Like, I, I don't think I have an nail I don't the believe me. <laughs> yeah. But all I'm saying is, like, what was the fallout of this? Obviously, she's afraid of, like, going home. But right now, home, they're just, like, kidnapping women. And like putting them in prostitution houses because they're pretty. So it's like, what? Like, it's not better either way. Kind of British invasion is happening. So it's like I don't know where, like, what the rock and the hard place is for her right here. It's like it's all going to be terrible from this point forward. There's a thing. That's what you're working with. When we first started reading this book and we were podcasting about it, there was a phrase that we kept using. We kept saying British invasion, right? Did yeah? Was that an intentional? <laughs> like reclamation of this idea when the Beatles came around? Was that like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones stuff? Was, was it an intentional thing where they were like, yeah, we're taking it back? Or was that unintentional? Why I knew you were going to say that, I don't know. Like I said British Invasion. I was like, that's going to come up about. <laughs> I don't think I it was intentional. I don't think it could have been intentional. I yeah I, I I hope it wasn't intentional. It's a gut punch. Yeah. So <laughs> I I think I think it was intentional, but not <sighs> for the reasons that you think it was. Okay. Because when the Beatles first started getting big, particularly as the you know anti-establishment culture of the '60s. Yeah, I want to hold your hand. Subversive. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it was in fact. The British invasion may have originally come as a derogatory term uh, okay. against yeah. the Beatles who were going to corrupt the American youth. Okay. Yeah. And then it, it kind don't of need got help flipped there. on its head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah. They, they, they Yankee never needed help. <laughs> they Yankee doodled it. I get it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They Yankee okay. doodled it. Okay. Because that's the only thing you can do. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> to a certain extent. So, but yeah, so in the, in this part of the book, um, Sita's sister has been married off. Everything's looking fine and dandy. And then the British start issuing orders and the Rahani is without an heir and the Raja, the Raj, the Raj, Raja, um, dies. Died. And cool. died. That was that was uh, air quotes for anyone yeah. just listening. <laughs> um, 
luckily, after the Rahani had paid for, purchased, adopted another baby. I don't think she and paid. I don't think she paid. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't think she paid either. They, they, but it they, also wasn't like a kidnapping. They commandeered like, a baby. <laughs> yeah, it was like a they commandeering. They like they conscripted a child. Yeah. yeah, they conscripted a child into uh, royal, royal service. Um, and so when the Rajah dies... The British determine that the adopted son cannot inherit. He can, the royal son can inherit property, but not title. Yeah. I guess is essentially what it is. So the British take over the palace and move the Rahani and her. Our, our, all of our main characters go to the smaller palace across town. Um, the summer palace. The summer palace. <laughs> the summer palace. And then we begin the appeals process, which includes Sita going to England Ooh. to attempt to persuade, persuade. Queen Victoria to <laughs> give India back. Listen, I've heard some great things about Queen Victoria and you know, she tried to learn some languages. That was never going to work, bro. Like, what? Like, what was that plan? Like, because she's a woman, I'm going to send some women? Like, no. <laughs> Britain's just as sexist well, as everywhere else. <laughs> true. However, they did at least get in the front door, which the other guy failed true. to do. So. Yeah. yeah. And that's what she was banking on. Was that also just curiosity's sake? Like if someone's like, "Hey, there's oh, a yeah. there's oh, a guy yeah. there's no. a guy yeah. downstairs. He's got like a top like a zebra pattern top hat and <laughs> boots with bells on them. He says he's here for you." <laughs> I'm ninety percent sure if they didn't speak like English the way they did, she would have just been uninterested after like five seconds. She's just like, "Oh, yeah. look at them! They're ladies. They speak English. What is <laughs> this?" And it's like, "Wow, that's great." <laughs> Yeah, they look exotic, but they speak my language. Excellent. But yeah, so they attempt Queen Victoria and utterly fail. Surprise. Um, so no one. Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. meet one of the rival king's, like, representatives who gives them all the, like, heebie-jeebies. Um, but they go back reluctant which is when they find out about the atrocious order uh, regarding comfort women to be taken out of the villages. Mm -hmm. And then things spiral very quickly. Um, and while, yes, I know we give a lot of grief in terms of like going from zero to 100 in like 0.3 seconds, it's also pretty accurate to the way these kinds of things work yeah. where there's build up, build up, build up, and then entire systems crumble. I mean, when you think of like the French revolution or, you know, any of those kinds of things, like there's, there's a lot of little things and then there's that one thing. Yeah. They call it a powder keg for a reason. Yeah. yeah. The, the step too far. <laughs> um, 
Then there's rebel uprisings and the queen or the Ronnie tries to kind of stay neutral. And then Connie, Connie, Kahani. Uh, Connie. Really? Uh, Kahani. Yeah. Or Kahani. Kahani. Yeah. Good. Um, villain. <laughs> villain. <laughs> Villainess. Uh, like throws her under the bus very quickly. Turns out because rebel leader is her fiance. Uh, everything kind of goes to hell in a handbasket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's my one curse word for the evening. Uh, <laughs> Was the curse word hell? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think that's a bad word. Hell is not a bad word. Yeah. We don't live in 1822. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool to say hell. Anyway, it all goes to hell in a handbasket. And then there's back and forth. And the Rani decides might as well throw her lot in with the rebels. Because at this point, she's going to try and do it. She tries to negotiate safe passage, at least for the British. The rebels decide that's a no-go. <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise, which of course means that when the tides turn later on, there's even more brutal retaliation. And so after Villainous's evil plots are discovered, she is handed off to the British to do with what she what they will. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have to figure they are then under siege so they have to figure out what they're going to do and Sita's only real friend the other gal um, uh, what was her name I'm so bad with names for this one I'm so sorry I'm bad with their names her name also starts with an S but she she's yeah. Her fate makes me sad. Uh, but she's she comes up with this plan to dress as the Ronnie and have the Ronnie dress as a British soldier who has been killed inside the palace walls mm-hmm. in order to escape in the chaos once the siege comes through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And so they all dress as British soldiers with the exception of... Um, friend the friend Friend. the friend and they escape of course the friend does die she is killed by the British who are really pissed because they realize very quickly that is not the Ronnie Mm -hmm. Um, and once they are outside of town they then buy clothes off of a farmer to get the Ronnie safely away. At that point, they split. So Sita and the head guardsman that she's in love with, mm-hmm. that she ends up marrying. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert at the end. <laughs> yeah, that, he, has cool, um, he has the cool name. He has the cool Arshun. name. And he went to England with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to England. Oh, there's that whole love story. Does he love me? Does he love me not? Because the dude can't say her name, apparently. <laughs> Just makes things so much worse from Chauncey. That was like middle school (laughs) level. Like, like it was so painful. Your best friend is like, "Well, 
No, he he said he liked a girl like from this place. <laughs> not, and you're not from you're not this from place. this place. I'm not from this place. And he's just like later on, just like you do from live there, don't live. you? Yes, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's like the conversation <laughs> like, of like, no, no, like, well, do you like 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 me? Like, do you like like me, <laughs> or just yeah. like me? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it was very much, and I was like. Why wouldn't he just say her name? Like, <laughs> do you like? Oh yeah, I like Sarah. Um, <laughs> but in any case, it was painful to read the first time. It was painful to read the second time, and I'm sure if I had to read it a third time, if I read it a third time, it would be painful that time too. It was just all around painful. Anyway, men. Um, <laughs> because after Villainess's the discovery of Villainess's betrayal, it is discovered that Goper Gopper. Or Gosar? Gopa? Gopa? It's the, yeah. Uh, the letter the dude, right? Audiobook the, the, like letter dude. Yeah. the letter dude. The letter dude had co-conspirator. been... Co-conspirator. The co-conspirator had been uh, hoarding letters, and Sita finds out that her sister had been taken um, by the British soldiers, and that her father had died attempting to rescue her sister. And it's been four months. So they ride south to go see about rescuing sister. Mm-hmm. The Ronnie rides north. So they split their party. You're not supposed to do they that in get, D&D. Just putting that out. No. There. You're, not, you're <laughs> not supposed to do that in anything. Yeah. Very much harder. Than <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it turns out in this instance to not really matter because they get back. They all like come together yeah, and they, then disaster <laughs> strikes. But this anyway. She goes to rescue her sister. Her sister is pregnant with a British baby. It's a British baby. It's yeah. a British baby. Um, it's got blue eyes. So yeah. And <laughs> and her husband, every, when they when, like it doesn't it doesn't like Google Gaga. It just goes like hip, beep beep all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so it gave it away as soon as pregnant. it started talking to it. No, she's pregnant. <laughs> Cheerio. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, so her husband does not want her back. Um, she, of course, blames Sita for all of this. That makes perfect um, sense. Yeah. Yep. Give me pretty Viewers clothes. Still- I'm pretty. I get kidnapped. <laughs> that's, Your fault. That's the Clearly. regular course of Your events. Fault. Yeah. Not, you know, <laughs> men. Yeah. As, oh, wait, as, as we know, traumatized individuals do not always think. Yes, logically or rationally. It's true. Um, it is true. And I think the most heartbreaking was when Zita was like, I could, she could see her grandmother in her sister's uh, eyes. And I was like, oh, that's rough. That's like rough. Um, so... Sita's dealing with all those losses and decides that since her sister is not going to speak to her anyway, mm-hmm. that at this point, the only thing she can do is return to the Ronnie and they yeah. go back to the Ronnie and the idiot men in charge are celebrating a coronation in the middle of a war because that's what you do. <laughs> yeah. I'd say those who seize power typically do dumb things. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the British attack. The Ronnie dies. 
Sita and the love interest get away. And so they escape to the other side of India. Mumbai. Where where they live basically in anonymity. And they bring Sita's sister out eventually. Um, and her nephew. And they live happily ever after. Well, and Sita the British are ruling. Happily well, ever I mean, after. Sita, Sita lives. Yeah, like, the child dies at 10 and then her sister dies two years later, which is the most depressing course of events I have ever heard. It's like, I tried so hard to save my sister. And she just went and died anyway. <laughs> I tried so hard. That's it. Like, there was nothing that came of it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I think that that's, that's the classic way this would go. Like, people... So, like people who were formerly involved in some kind of like military thing escape to live out their days in like a humble life and just get to relax. Uh, the, there's only two ways for this to go. Like the rest of your life is well, three, three ways. The rest of your life is happy. Um, two, the rest of your life is at least not ravaged by war things. So it's fine. Or three, you get pulled back into it. And that's the sequel. I have one more option. You die, which is what the Ronnie. Did. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's, that's usually option for... one. Yeah. It, one. Yeah. yeah you you're die. going to die. It's, it's a war. <laughs> it's, that's just usually option one. Um, but yeah, no, Sita's, Sita's the only one who Sita and her after. love interest live she... happily ever after. Um, and this whole story is apparently being told when she is much older. After trying some kind of chronicle British lady yeah. comes and is like you should publish your diaries and she's like no okay. every time I read this it makes it worse yeah <laughs> yeah let's publish it to the world <laughs> no like let everybody my only else thing is with like, me I mean makes for a good story but like sad like I didn't think it was going to be like I want to call it a happily ever after but it's the most depressing happily ever after I think I've yeah. read where like your main protagonist she makes it out she does good she finds love she's got like three kids she lives in a nice city but literally everyone around her is dead <laughs> yeah this yeah. would be the episode of a series like a sci-fi series that didn't actually happen the person at the end of it, they live to be to an old age and everything and had a sad life and stuff. Then they get pulled out and they get put back into <laughs> events. And we just got to see them old for one episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, to me, that's, that's one of the reasons that I actually really, I, I enjoy this book is because you get a happy ending, but you don't. And, and many of Michelle Moran's books, you may get, a somewhat happy ending, but she doesn't tend to sugarcoat that all happy endings come with significant loss. Like nobody makes history, you know, yeah. history's history. Right. Nobody makes it out of exchanges of power unscathed. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah even if it's just like the the teacher's aide like succeeds, like the the teacher, and they become the teacher. There's still a teacher who is now doing something else. In a much lower stake yeah, situation, yeah. there's still an unhappy person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because when so a heart breaks, I, I, it don't break even. No. <laughs> I loved that but, song. Um, <laughs> so, so what are our, what are your overall thoughts? Would you recommend this book? 
Yeah. And if so, to whom? My friend that likes history. <laughs> so me. <laughs> no, otherwise, Lexi likes history too. Yeah. Hey. Lexi probably would like Michelle Moran. I feel like I would recommend, but I don't know to who. Like, I really do want to recommend it to some of my friends, but a lot of the people I think first in my mind I'd recommend it to who like like historical romance, a lot of them are Indian or have ancestry that's from India. So I feel like this is just not going to be the book that's going to ring true for them. <laughs> in a way, just because I feel like for certain audiences, this needed to be tapered down a bit. It did get very brutal, like in the end, like there were small bits in the audiobook where it's like, yeah, now we described exactly how we killed like the Muslim people versus the Hindu people. And I'm like, you went really deep into like making that a terrible, terrible death for their specific kind of like religion, way of life, etc. And so, like, that probably would be like, yeah, but I feel like it'd be a little bit weird for them. But I would recommend the book just to generally anybody. My my main thoughts of it are just, like, I didn't expect these paths for each one of their lives. Like, for some reason in my brain, I expected, maybe because I'm slightly a pessimist, Kahani to live a good life. Like, she was not going to get caught. Like, we'd still think she's mm. horrible, but she would get out okay. Ronnie kind of happened the same way I thought it would. She wouldn't live. I didn't think Zita would have a happily ever after. I thought that maybe, you know, she would sacrifice herself for her sister having a happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tur- turn the tables on everything I expected to happen at the end of that book. I think I would, I don't know if I would necessarily recommend the book in the sense that it's like go out and buy it, but I would loan the book to somebody. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. So any other thoughts, any plot points and that really stuck out to anybody that I that I missed? Okay, so I just want to bring this up because this was a topic of major conversation in a previous podcast about how lovely uh Anu's husband had been dude is a I'm gonna use my curse word asshole. That was unacceptable. <laughs> it was utterly unacceptable. It was and I get it true to the culture though. That yeah, was the like, time. I get it. The, the time, time period. But good God, like you were supposed to be the good guy. <laughs> you fixed like, broken wings. You're like Oh, you were so close to being the, like, good guy. (laughs) (laughs) To his defense, as his letters continually point out, like, at first, even though, even knowing that she would no longer be pure, he was still willing to take her back. I think, obviously, obviously the issue was the pregnant. However, reading it a second time through... I didn't actually feel like it was the pregnant that really bothered him. Mm. It was Thank the you. dead in the eyes. Like dead in the eyes. I don't even know if it was any of that. Like, because they went to him first, unless I was like listening. Obviously, I did the audiobook, so it might have like come off a bit different. But they went to see him first looking for her, which is strange because they know she'd been taken. But like, they went to his house first, and he already seemed to have been detached. And he might have known about the pregnancy. But considering it's only been four months, can't consider that she was, like, 
unless he'd seen her in like the past couple of weeks, she was that apparent to be pregnant. And so it's just like, it kind of seemed like he was already of the mindset that she had been so tainted that like he couldn't accept her back. Like it wasn't just like, ah, well, like obviously one of them slept with her. It wasn't me, you know, that goes against our beliefs and all other kind of stuff. But it was just like, she's too far gone because she'd been gone for X amount of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Although I, I would be interested to see because I think about it. When you're when you're with somebody, if you actually and, and obviously we have no idea because we don't get much character, we get some character development with him, but not a ton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thinking as a living, breathing human being, I have a good inclination as to what would break my partner, mm-hmm. what would what would what would break their soul, yeah. and how long that would take. Um. And so he may have already sensed that, like... She was broken. Oh, yeah, she was gone. She's she's not going to be the person I married. Mm -hmm. She likely Mm -hmm. broke the day they took her. Like, just from the context we got of her, that type of thing was ever supposed to happen to her. She lived a very blessed kind of life. I mean, like, they didn't live in the best area, but her sister made sure that she lived a good life. She Mm -hmm. didn't have to go through the same kinds of things. And so, yeah, I can see, you know being ripped from your house and knowing where you're going being a horrifying experience. But yeah. no, I just, I, I hated the, like, cause it played in my head, the idea of her getting back to her house and basically just begging to be accepted there while pregnant, while hyped up on hormones, while knowing you're carrying. Cause she, she did refer to her own child as a bastard. That's not me. <laughs> yeah. But like getting to that point and just wanting to feel like, you're still home mm-hmm. and not getting any sort of indication of that. Cause yeah, she was colder. Yeah. She, her sister didn't recognize her, but like she still wanted that to be her home. Yeah. I, I don't it think it wasn't, I couldn't turn the person away personally. Okay. Yeah. I get it. He's like, not my, like he has beliefs and is not my wife, but like to have that feeling towards someone and like, that to me that would have been like a whole kind of struggle to be like no you have to go type yeah. thing like like yeah. that's ugh. I couldn't do this but you also you also have to wonder in that time and in that place because it while being awful is never excused it should in some instances tried to be understood or at least try to understand why not completely evil people do terrible things. Yeah. It does oh, it doesn't yeah, excuse no. their behavior, but I don't think he's evil. I just think he was an asshole in that moment. Because like I yeah. do get it. Like the bar the bar has moved for like what is considered acceptable in society, especially in different cultures where it's like mm-hmm. what she did, even though she didn't do anything, is seen as like completely unacceptable and what he's doing in response is seen as completely acceptable because it's like what is he supposed to do in that circumstance even though like moral compass should give you some (laughs) not even acceptable but like expected like like he wouldn't if he had accepted her back into the house like i feel like they also could have moved to (laughs) mumbai yeah yeah like i feel like they also could have like disappeared into the wind he probably didn't know that was an option but i'm just saying 
Also, I do feel bad. That kid apparently from the description came out real British looking. So yeah, well yeah, like they we weren't they about, weren't gonna pit, get that path as a baby. No, they were like they basically the description was that he was like very light skinned and his eyes were the color of the sea and I'm like, wow for just saying he's Caucasian just on <laughs> 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 the whole bush <laughs> just be like, and he's white. We don't know what else to say about that. It's like, but it made me sad they died. I wanted that kid to grow up and like be someone in like a future book. Yeah, they're the, like in, in, in the sequel, Rebel Queen 2, where Sita gets pulled back in from her peaceful life in, in the countryside. That, that guy teams it's up with her. 61 years later. Yeah. She's in her 80s. No, it's no. going to be awesome. She's going she's gonna to be like, oh, she's going to be like Yoda on his back. And he uses his like, his like white skin to get in to the British Empire. And then they'll so, take it down so from the inside. I would have liked. But this is where historical fiction often deviates. <laughs> <laughs> you don't tend to get sequels. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. But a lot of them tend to be more standalones. <laughs> yeah. So this is what they should do. This is just a suggestion. Historical fiction to just fiction. So for every historical fiction you write, you just get like a sequel that's completely and utterly fiction for the people <laughs> who enjoy the game. Yes, I would like this. Please, thank you. Right? And I think it would work because in my brain, he goes to he goes to England, you know, he knows like he gets to say who his aunt is. And basically, like, Queen Victoria is like, oh, hey, I knew those people. And basically, he just becomes like an advisor for India in you know england until more stuff goes down and then he sabotages them from the inside i would love this story Actually, like we could we could have gotten some awesome things using just the name you want a history rewrite like we, we could have gotten awesome yes. an awesome story using just the name of the hellfire club listen i love historical fiction but i'm not gonna lie for a large part of my life, fiction was the escape from reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm aware of the bad things that happen. I mm -hmm. like to think that we could just rewrite it, which I know to be true anyway. But <laughs> we're doing it anyway, aren't we? Yeah, let's. Oh let's god, that's the whole that entire other podcast series. <laughs> that we haven't even begun. Uh, so, I think any other? Final thoughts. I think that's it for this one. For for this that's book. It for this one. What? But what? So, do, what do we have next? Naima's pick. Okay, so I went around the bush a lot trying to figure out what book to pick, and ended up just at the beginning based off a suggestion of Stephen. Stephen, for a book that I have bought but have not read, ah. but it seemed really interesting. We have talked about this book because it does have the most ridiculous back cover description I have ever read. Um, so it is Bug. <laughs> oh, no. It is Bug. Oh, bug. I've seen <laughs> um, it. It is by Giacomo Sartori. Um, it's an Italian translation. I think <laughs> what I would consider this like a very good attempt at... Uh, I have not read it yet, so I will be reading it for the first time with all of you. But a very Italian attempt at some sort of... I don't like dystopian type sci-fi thing. All of them have some, there's a hacker sphere, but it's also their father is a data analyst for Nutella. So it's like, you kind of get like, a it's lot so of weird weird. things going on. <laughs> so I'm really excited about this book. Um, but it is an Italian translation. And just from the cover, I'm expecting a lot. So hopefully not disappointed. 
Excellent. I'm stoked. Yeah. Very excited. All right. Well, with that, Naima, if people want to uh, speak about Italy, where can they find you? I am on Instagram as other places, other pages. And you can also find me on Instagram as Twitter as Imogenon. And Jessica, if people want to reach out to you, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter as JM Bailey writes. And Stephen, if people can advise you on when, how to consume caffeine safely, where can they find you? Uh, probably in the hospital. Um, <laughs> no, uh, you can find me all across social media as some version of Peppermint Gentleman. Uh, for Twitter, that's Peppermint Gent. And you can find me with the rest of Geek Elite Media at Geek Elite Media and our Facebook page forward slash Geek Elite Media. Archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts can be found on our website, geekelitemedia.com. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get this podcast. It helps other people find all that we have to offer. If you've got a couple extra dollars this summer, jump on over to our Patreon page with uh, all sorts of exclusives and extra content. <laughs> but until next time, this is the Love of Pages team reminding you to keep turning those pages and always remember to... Geek out! Geek out. Geek out. That was a good one. We are all one, two, three, four on that, on my end. <laughs> Mine too. I appreciated it. Sounded. This concludes our broadcast.